0: Dear Orana, welcome to the world and sport from RNZ Pacific. I'm Ben Robinson Drawbridge. This week, Joseph Parker prepares for the biggest fight of his career. A tough choice for Tonga's rugby league stars. The PNG Hunters start their season with a win while their cricket team missed the World Cup. And a transgender weightlifter dashes Samoa's golden hopes at the Commonwealth Games. The boxer Joseph Parker says he's planning to surprise Anthony Joshua in this month's heavyweight unification fight in Cardiff. The Samoan New Zealander and WBO world champion is training at his base in Las Vegas but says he'll travel to Wales this week to acclimatise. British boxer Joshua is the bookie's favourite but his camp says they won't underestimate Parker. He spoke to Checkpoint's John Campbell this week about his build-up.
2: The most important thing for myself is to uh, trust in my coach. Listen to his instruction, and like you said, no, we can't be there to catch his punches. We can't be there. We can't be stable, and you know, we have to be moving. We have to make angles. So, but the game, the game plan we have is the game plan we think is going to work.
1: What about the occasion, Joseph? When because there is going to be such a crowd, and they will be so noisy. How do you kind of set that aside?
2: Now that that, that excites me because <laughs> you know i i I've, I've, I've fought in front of. 15 20,000 people. This is eighty thousand people, and I'm excited because I love challenges. The challenges of fighting in his backyard. The challenges of fighting in front of eighty thousand people. He's just another fighter. There's just another ring, but there's going to be a lot of people. So I just treat it as another fight. But I mean, like I said, the the occasion is going to be a big occasion. But that's how you deal with the pressure.
1: And in a way, I can't help feeling like there's more pressure on AJ himself. The bookmakers have him so overwhelmingly the favourite. It's as if he's fighting me, basically. And I, I just... <laughs> and I, just, I mean, is there a danger that he's going to be caught out? That I mean, the whole objective of your camp is to surprise him, right? Right from the first
2: bell. Yeah, we want to surprise him. We want to come out firing. And the more we practice it in camp, the better we're going to do when fight time comes. But, you know, we are the underdog. Everyone's looking at it like it's an easy fight. He's going to come there and blast me out. But that's what's exciting because I'm going to give a big surprise. And I'm not going to say too much. I just, I'm just looking forward to <laughs> putting on the best show, putting on the best performance in my life. And it's going to be, you know, trust me, I, I really want this band.
1: Are you looking forward to it? Do you, do, do you feel trepidation or are you approaching it with great excitement?
2: I'll tell you this. I'm enjoying every moment of this journey. I'm enjoying the pain. I'm enjoying the, the good times, the happiness, the bad times. I'm enjoying everything. And I think uh, it's important to just to be a happy fighter and enjoy everything because you don't get to do this very often.
1: No, you don't. And this is what you've dreamt of, right? This is what you're a boxer for, for exactly these opportunities. When are you leaving Vegas and heading across to, uh, to, to the UK, to Cardiff?
2: We're leaving Vegas uh, probably on the 16th, 17th of, of March, and we're going to be there two weeks before the fight just to get used to the, the cold weather, the time change, and just to acclimatise.
1: Well, it's, uh, it's such an exciting opportunity for you and you really seem ready for it and eager for it. So, you know, good luck, Joseph. We really wish you well.
2: Thank you very much. There's a bit more training to do, but trust me, when I go there, I'm going to make New Zealand sound more proud.
0: Joseph Parker meets Anthony Joshua on March the 31st. A number of Tongan rugby league internationals are having to make difficult decisions about their availability because of a scheduling clash with Australia's state of origin. Tonga is set to play Samoa the same weekend as game two of the origin series, meaning a handful of players must choose which jersey to don. Last week, New South Wales players debated when Tongan star Andrew Fafita should make his decision regarding the June fixtures. Tonga's coach, Christian Wolf told Kodo uta the situation is not new for Tonga, but now there are different factors to consider.
3: It's something that we're very used to, I guess, with Tonga, uh, and it's only new to the Australian team and the New Zealand team because in the past the, the players have tended to go that way, as in play for New Zealand or Australia, and it's been well documented that financially they get looked after a lot better. You know, it's always been seen as higher profile. And, you know, I guess that in the past there hasn't been as much to commit to in terms of time or We've had to get our own act together as a football site so that you know, we can expect those players to want to play with us. And, you know, the whole landscape's changed a little bit now where Tomler is a, a genuine consideration, obviously, and these players have, I think, once we did get our act together, they've certainly shown the pride that they have in their Tongan heritage. And, you know, from the World Cup, those players have made the decision to play with us regardless of the other advantages. My stance with Andrew is that, like I've always been, I'll support the players in whatever decision they make. Now you know, if, if Andrew does sacrifice state of origin, it's not only a massive event that gives them a really big profile and, and the advantages you get through that, but it also have to, have to sacrifice uh, 90 grand over three games, which is uh, you know, certainly not, not going to get anywhere near playing for Thomas. So I understand there's a fair bit to sacrifice to commit to Tonga. I think the other difficulty for all the players at the moment is that in the past Tonga just haven't been uh, really considered on the international scene in terms of an international calendar that's always centered around Australia. New Zealand and England so that's something that we're pushing really hard to change at the moment there's been a fair bit of pressure around the possibility of us playing Australia at the end of the year which is very much a possibility and those sorts of things have certainly changed uh, the, the mindset of players as well because it means that they have got something that's really genuine to commit to.
4: In terms of um, uh, Fifita we've had uh, Paul Gallon come out and say you know kind of push for him to make a decision We've had um, Boyd Corden say, look, he, he'll give him all the time in the world. Have you actually had conversations with uh, the likes of Fifita? Have you had conversations around this kind of topic?
3: Yeah, I have. I talk to the blokes all the time. And one thing I know, and I think he showed in the World Cup, is he's very, very committed to representing Tonga. But as I said, the one thing that could deviate that a little bit is the lure of Origin and the profile of Origin and obviously the benefits financially of playing Origin too. So I think he is genuinely a bit torn there, and it is a very tough choice for him and you know, I think Andrew said it best himself when I was seen an interview where you know he said that the people that don't have Tongan heritage or you know there could be a, a different heritage some or, or other Pacific island heritage that uh, they don't understand it's easy for uh, other people to come out and make comments but unless sure you, you have those genuine links it's very hard to understand
4: how annoying or is it annoying for you to have a fixture featuring Tonga kind of smack bang in the origin series well, I've worked in the NRL
3: and, and worked in not like the League for a long time and it's very, very difficult to find the right time to play international footy. You know, the NRL clubs, at the end of the day, are the ones who financially support the players the most. You know, they also look after and pick up any of the medical costs and the rehab, and they're the ones that, if players get injured uh, playing international footy, they're the ones that get hurt the most as well. So I do understand that they get very protective of the uh, of the players and trying to find time in the year where international footy has the least impact on NRL clubs is really, really difficult. So I guess trying to group it all together on one weekend, you know that on an Oregon week, you're already going to have 36 players not available for club football. So I think it's a good idea suspending club football that weekend and, and trying to find a way that you do include Representative matches or, or international matches. It does make it difficult. The conversation centered around Andrew Feeder at the moment. But there's going to be other guys like uh, Felice Kafusi, who's certainly going to have to make a, a decision between Tonga and Queensland. And there's guys like David Pungai, who's uh, who's already made his decision and made himself unavailable for New
0: South Wales,
3: which I think is in, incredibly uh, brave as a as a decision, and, and
0: uh, I can't applaud him enough. Tonga Rugby League coach Christian Wolf. The Cup Winnegany Hunters Rugby League team started the defence of their Super Cup title in style this week with a 22-12 win over the Ipswich Jets in Port Moresby. Coach Michael Marram praised the performance of his debutantes while giving credit to his star players Arsie and Watson Boas who scored three tries. Marram says he was pleased to start the season with a win in his hundredth game for the club.
5: Yeah, no hundred games uh, with the club. Been five years since we started back in 2014. technology the uh, support of the other coaching staff and the other players that been around the team in the past and I'm until present. There yeah.
0: were you happy with with the performance? It seemed like a good win. Yet there was a bit of rust out there, perhaps.
5: Yeah, no, it was a bit scrappy second half especially Jets play a uh, different type of football they throw the ball around and pop the ball out in the tackle so it was a bit tough yeah first game of the season you know we've still got a lot of work to do uh, we'll have to uh, go through our videos again and train prepare well for our next game coming up with in change.
0: What do you think you'll be working on this week in particular?
5: I thought our defence was good uh, we defended our line back to back sets there and didn't allow the opportunities for uh, our ball security you know we sort of dropped too many balls in the uh, second half turnover. There was a bit of discipline issue there with uh, a player that had giving away penalties. And, you know, we could see that a players are a bit tired too. So, uh, because of the way the Jets were turning the uh, plays on us, but those are probably the main things we've been working on here.
0: A good debut from John Andy. Yeah,
5: I think the, uh, he, he did really well there. So he played full uh, full game uh, again. That's his first game, so. Uh, you know, good to see all those players coming through. I think he's got good support from the uh, the experienced players that were around him. So, yeah, hopefully he backs up again this weekend and then play uh, another good game. But, you know, the other boys that also played their first games, I think uh, they did well. So Mackenzie Yeah was one of them. Edwin Gebi, a young kid only, brought in from local club, never played the IS competition in PNG. But, you know, he did well to uh, play down there. And uh, Charlie Sammon from uh, the I Tigers here. Yeah.
0: So good showing from the debutants, but it seemed like it was your veterans, your star players, the Boaz boys, who really got you through.
5: The combinations that we've built over the years, I think that's uh, probably one of our strengths now. So, you know, the Boas boys, Watson Boas was, uh, you know, he's trained his ankle during Captain on on Saturday afternoon, and he was given until just before kick-off when I decided to play him. So, But yeah, he did well really, there. I said Boas scoring that last try. And again, just leads from the
0: fun. Michael Marram's Hunters play the Northern Pride on Saturday in Cairns. It's been a tough time for the Papua New Guinea cricket team in Zimbabwe, where they've lost four one-day games on the trot at the Cricket World Cup qualifier. Going down to United Arab Emirates, Ireland, the West Indies and the Netherlands, PNG failed to win a place at next year's showcase in Britain. New coach, Joe Dawes, says he was pleased with the barramundis in the field, but not with the bat.
4: We haven't bad world well this whole time. Eh? As a new coach coming in, that's been disappointing, but it's given us a lot of things that we know we've got to work on when we get back to and The boys are keen to do that. We've seen you know, the return of a couple of spinners that have played previously and have been out of the system for a little while come back in and, and show some really good signs. So that's a big positive we're taking out of it. Our bowling unit and our fielding is been pretty good and um we know where we are we know we've got some work to do but everyone's looking forward to it
0: it seems that your bowling unit has performed well and it's been economical
4: you No know, side's so got away from us to any great extent i mean we've you know we've had some four and six wicket losses from memory but you know we just needed a little bit more scoreboard pressure you know we had to send these four down and missed a difficult catch against them which you know would have got it obviously five for. You know, would have had us in the hunt, especially if we'd had another 30 or 40 runs in the, in the bank.
0: Yeah, that's quite impressive considering the Windies are, are really a top flight side and you, you had them under pressure early. But it seemed in that game your batsman didn't really respond to the pace of Carlos Braithwaite. It's probably more the bounce than
4: anything. You know, he's obviously a massive unit. Our boy's probably just not used to the bounce that he got. You know, a couple of our guys are only tiny, but our batting Got a lot of starts and one big 100, but the rest of it's been pretty disappointing.
0: Yeah, great 151 from Tony Uru against Ireland, but apart from that, the top five really seems to fail to fire the rest of the tournament, although I do note a couple of good knocks from the captain in there.
4: He's been good to the whole thing without really going on and making a big match when he score for us and that's what we've lacked, is someone making turned that 30 into a 60 or 70 to go with Tony, you know, all of a sudden we're making 240, 250, 260, and we're on and a Hunt.
0: It seems like your captain, Asad Vala, has been doing his best to lead the team against some tough opposition, and your bowling unit's being well. What more can you do to get your batsmen up to this level?
4: They've just to have some, some better plans, I think they've they don't really have plans against me or good plans against me. So we've been talking a lot about that and been doing some work this week, but really that's going to take a bit of time. That's why we'll get stuck into when and get back to POM in April and May.
0: Joe Dawes and the Barramundis play two more games in Zimbabwe against Nepal and Scotland with their one-day international status on the line. The Samoa Weightlifting Federation says the gold medal aspirations of one of its leading athletes have been dashed by rules that have allowed New Zealand's Laurel Hubbard to compete at the Commonwealth Games. Hubbard, a transgender athlete who formerly competed as a man, won medals in the women's over 90kg division at last year's World Championships, the first by a New Zealand weightlifter. The Federation's President, Jerry Woolworth, told Bridget Tunnicliffe Samoa's Whanglainga Stowers is now training for the Commonwealth Games without hope of winning gold.
6: This girl is very young, but she's also very good. She's currently ranked second to Laurel Hubbard. She's ranked second to her in the Commonwealth rankings right now, as of 2018.
7: What are her thoughts about uh, Laurel being allowed to compete with women? She's also,
6: you know, a bit... Disheartened, she had a, a real chance of competing for a gold medal, and, uh, but now uh, you know, it's a bit of an unfair disadvantage, as you can see.
7: Do you think, even though Laurel has met the requirements of the IOC, and do you, you still think it's um, an unfair thing that she's competing?
6: Well, this is my own personal opinion. Uh, Laurel was a, was a weightlifter as a male. Now, I I know him personally. He competed for many years against some of our men. He was one of the best in New Zealand also. Now, that that kind of training over many years, you develop that sort of strength as a man. And then you all of a sudden come back as a woman. I, I think it still stays with you. I think there's a great disadvantage to women competing against someone like that.
7: What about the media attention that you think will be focusing on Laurel at the Com Games? Even though the the attention will be on Laurel, but do you think it might impact on other athletes there?
6: The whole situation is it's it's been it's been approved by the International Olympic Committee, and it, it comes from the top. I still am against it because I think it's unfair, and uh, I just hope that all this happening over there, whatever media it's not going to affect the other athletes from competing at the Commonwealth Games and the spirit of the Commonwealth Games.
7: Can you see anyone upsetting Laurel and taking the gold medal?
6: Very slim chance, but we will be giving it our best. There will be some surprises, but I think there's a very slim chance. She's already high, high up there in in terms of level in, in Commonwealth level compared to the other Commonwealth Games, so... Yeah, for this combo of games, a very slim chance. Someone will upset her.
7: Do you know what Laurel was lifting? How, how heavy a weight was she lifting as a man compared to what she's able to lift now? Do you know?
6: I think as a man, uh, he was uh, snatching uh, about 140 kilos at his prime. And uh, now as a woman, she's still snatching 132, 133. So it's still not that much off from what, Uh, he he was doing as a man.
7: Obviously you've spoken out about it and the um, the head of the uh, Weightlifters Association Australia has as well. Do you know if there is displeasure amongst other weightlifting associations and athletes that perhaps just haven't come out and said anything?
6: There's quite a few. I've spoken to a few and they they haven't come out yet. But they're, they're not happy about it. We have one case now. Now imagine what it's going to be like when we come next year. We've got 10 cases dominating each division for the female weightlifters, not fair on women.
7: What would be the alternative? Is there a solution? I
6: don't have a solution. I've, why not have a division on their own? You know, I, I, I really don't have a solution to it. It's my own personal opinion is that I think it's very unfair competing against women, and it's going to discourage women in our part of the world. Weightlifting is one of the sports that we, we have become very competitive, especially in the women. Samoa has won a silver medal at the Olympic Games with weightlifting. And now with this coming up, it's going to discourage our women. And uh, you know, when we're starting to excel in, in, in the sport internationally, at, at Olympic level, that's one of the main uh, setbacks. And uh, I'm, I'm not, not happy about it as a coach.
0: Jerry Woolworth from Samoa's Weightlifting Federation. That's World in Sport from RNZ Pacific. You can hear this program again on our website, rnzi.com. Toa wha. Botox
7: Cosmetic. botulinum toxin A. FDA
0: approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you.